makes me laugh and I can't help it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. This is Chris. Ashley and Kaylee. Welcome to We Need a Girlfriend. See, what the funny part is when you talk about stomach bacteria and, and flora, you, you, you realize that there is like black shit in us that doctors don't really know what it is. They, they call That's they call true, they call because it, when when you give birth to a baby, they tell you when they go to the bathroom, they're like, no, it's going to be black that comes out of them. So they're like, but it's not poop and it's not blood. Cool. It's got a name. I don't I think it's like it dark is. matter. I, I think it's like I don't big, know. But well, I think that's what they call okay, it. I don't, so no, it's not. I don't remember this stuff coming out of Kyrie, but Aurora, man. Oh, boy. Oh, I f- it was straight black. Anyway. <laughs> like it was bad. Anyway, <laughs> black baby shit, everyone. <laughs> oh, God, I but look up. I tell you it's not poop, though. I look it's at not, I look up. It's not. I know that, but I don't know. I, they, don't know, I know, but they tell you. They're like, it's not poop, but we don't know what it is, but it comes out of it. Hey, pretty much hey guys, it's, uh, it's just poop. It's just poop. Not a big deal. But they tell you it's not. Eh. <laughs> so anyways, uh, thank you, everyone, for checking us out. Please check us out on our social medias. <laughs> Give, <laughs> give, give us lots of love. We need, we need those lovins. Make hence, sure you follow us on Instagram at We Need a Girlfriend. I was gonna say we need lots of love, hence why we do a podcast about uh, polyamory. I, I guess. Was just I gonna say, I mean, that's kind of on brand. So we are all needy bitches. I'm so needy. Yeah. Not really. I can sit oh, alone, but no. No, I'm a needy bitch. I'm a very needy bitch. <laughs> Ask literally any one of my spouses. I am a needy bitch. Well, according to my husband, I am uh, greedy. I'm not needy. I'm greedy. I mean, greedy, huh? Bi- yeah. Bisexual bitches usually are greedy. I'm gonna kick you in your mouth. <laughs> Why? He's not wrong. <laughs> I ain't greedy. Give me what I deserve. You want male <laughs> and female? That's greedy, honey. Nope, nope, that ain't greedy. <laughs> come on, when you're playing, hey, for, I'll own it. When you're playing for both sides of the teams, right there. Okay, come on, you got a you got a bigger pool. You got a bigger pool. So, couple questions. I'm on a totally different team, darling. You're on a different team. Mm-hmm. You're on the uh, the Monstars. <laughs> I just dead ass tried to imagine myself growing from one of those little teeny tiny things into a monster. Is that a fetish? Is that is that rule thirty four, darling? Yes. Excuse it's me. Excuse me. It'd be, your, it'd be your kink. Wouldn't be your fetish. It'd be. Your I kink. mean, you, it could be either. It could be. It could be either. It could be either. I mean, that's a, uh, uh, was it growth? Growth? You know, porn is definitely uh, uh, growth. I mean, there's expansion. Uh, there's any number subset of possibilities there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and at least half of them lead to war. <laughs> <laughs> they get so big that they start eating you. Yeah. I, yeah. Tell me I'm wrong. No, you're not you wrong. You're lying. You're not wrong at all. Oh God. <sighs> so again, everyone, thank you for checking us out. We've, uh, we've, we, we did our, uh, we did our uh, test. We did tier lists. You know, we're, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to bring it back to earth. You know, we talked about Monstars and Looney Tunes. <laughs> we're going to bring it back to earth. I think what we're going to do this time is I've had some questions and I think we're just going to kind of discuss it amongst us, amongst each other's. Do a standard podcast S- format. Damn. Who would have thought? Is that allowed? <laughs> Are we allowed uh, to do things? Well, that I talked are to the maker of podcast, John Podcast, and he said uh, that's totally fine. <laughs> I really, I think it's Richard Podcast, <laughs> Dick Podcast, mm-hmm. Dick, Dick Pod. There it that's is. That's what they. That's what they, That's yeah. what he was known in college. Yeah, Dick oh Pod. yeah. <laughs> Easier to fit okay, on the back of a jersey. C-Rob. Yeah, that's true. I did go by like C Rob or Crob for the longest time. Still have some friends that call me Crob. 
Anyways. Anyway. Yeah. So, at the beginning of these podcasts, what I like to do is uh, I have some thoughts. I have some questions. Uh, I don't get high at all. I get high on life. That's why I want to die a lot of times. So. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe you should get high. I might make you feel better. He hasn't gotten high in a really long time. No. Last time I got high, it was an absolutely terrible experience. I hated every second of it. Uh, it was probably what you used, not. I think we discussed about that. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think we definitely discussed that. So, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But I do have a couple questions with everyone. Listening. Okay. So last week. I had talked about a, uh, a Yeti or a thermos, you know, when you drink it or sip it, it blocks your vision while you're driving. And it'd mm-hmm. be really fun if you could make something that prohibits because your ability. Because you have issues driving. Okay. It he wants it, a novelty travel mug with goggles on it is what he wants. So in that same vein, we will sell metal thermoses, tumblers, Yetis or whatever. Okay. Like that. But the thing is, they'll be magnetic and then you can have little attachments. So when you're drinking it, it could be different things. So like a mustache or cat whiskers or glasses. So when you sip it and people look at you, <laughs> you're looking confused here. Demonstration. So no, I, I sip it. it up. I know what you're talking about. Wouldn't I look great if I had like a little cat whiskers? Just, you know, my, the reason that I'm laughing is because people will buy it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> It'll again. It'll fund our ultimate venture of lunar solar panels. There it is. You, you got to start. You got to start off small. It, it's like Elon Musk. You get. You go the PayPal route, and then next thing you know, you're up to putting people on fucking Uranus. We listen to the feet thing yet? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> we mentioned it last. My time neck here. hurts. <laughs> Boy, from the whiplash of what just happened in that conversation. Call her, call you J.K. Simmons from that whiplash. Fucking seriously, dude. <laughs> Jesus. Evil made that jump right there. But anyways, it's not a terrible idea, right? No, it's not. And that's what pains me. Because I have to admit that it's not a bad idea. Yes! <laughs> so, my, my question to you is, if I had something and you were sipping out, what would you want to see? So I'm like, mm. I mean, I'm thinking a little cowboy hat. Like there's like a little like stick to the side and it's like a little cowboy hat off to the side. A goatee or a mustache would be really funny. Ball gag. Ball gag. You know what? We'll go that route. Love it. If we're going to do it. There's no bad You'd suggestions. have to do like a little red panda with ears. <gasps> red panda. How would you make that work, though? But again, that's for the R and D. How do you make it work when you flip it up? The ears are right here on the side, but they look like it's just think cat girl feet. Like a yeah. Uh, ah, okay. See, platypus. We, we could See? we could do a Perry the platypus right there. So no, I don't think we can afford that licensing. That's a good point. Yeah, no. Do people watch Phineas and Ferb still? Does it know. matter? That's a good point. But we cannot. It is afford- owned by an overlord. Therefore, <laughs> Disney, we do Disney. not have. The, the, the monetary yeah, necessities no. for the licensing. No, you no. just, you, know, you, you you do the fair use route and you call it Terry the Tatapus. And it's like. Nope. It's pretty nope, close. Nope. Nope. So on our next thing, you said feet. Well, yeah. What about okay. feet? So go ahead and discuss what we, we talked no, about. No, you were, I asked you, did you look into it? I did look into it. Look into what? The feet thing. I, the saying it again okay, does not help me remember. Okay, you know the only remember. fans. Uh, Feet thing. 
you, actually like making money selling feet pictures yes. is what you got. Okay. The, I'm sorry. <laughs> On a Kink and Polly podcast, you said the feet thing. That is so not it, helpful. It could be anything. That could be I any know. number it could be like, of things. It could be like the foot pussy I talked about right there. You don't know. Oh, oh God, okay. Christopher. I'm going to go vomit and I'll be right back. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> Words to make Kaylee gag. <laughs> foot pussy. <laughs> I mean, I will take butt pussy over foot pussy. Give me that. Give me that pussy. That's a thing. I know. That I is do, a I thing. I I know. What butt men? Bussy. Bussy. No, oh. no, 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 no. Get talk to talk to a gay man about his bussy. Oh, okay. Got you. Yep. Typically, no, gay got bottom. Got it now. Got gay it. Bottom. I got yep. it. Okay. So I was I, like, what? what? I did. I got it now. I did look into that. Yeah, it's pretty lucrative right there. I mean, you can do pretty fucking well. There's actually a a, don't ask me how I know this. A couple of people who are starting new accounts like that on like and are documenting it on like TikTok channels of like how to get started doing audio only stuff, how to get started doing specific body part pictures. So what, what I what I came up. I guess I did a little bit of the research because Ashley is just like you. Like, she, you she, go, she goes, she looks at me. She goes, sir. Well, you, no, you find everything better than I do. Damn right I do. When it comes to that kind of research. <laughs> what? What? Fetish shit? Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Um, so I did a little bit of research there. Yeah, to be fair, she's new to knowing what fantasies are. That's true. So we're going to have a whole podcast oh just dedicated God. to Ashley's fantasy. No, I was not. seriously no, ready not. for her to like haul off and slap. Maybe me. we should do that for next week. Write down our fantasies. I'm going to hurt you. I could probably think of like um, 50. I've got to go house it. While you're sitting on that house, you can think about your fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't be sitting on no babies. This, yeah. No, I so, go house it for somebody. So anyways, I looked up some of the foot stuff right there. Again, if it's anything like I imagine it, you could do pretty fucking well. Uh, I, I looked at like the, you know, of, of course you look at like, you know, the one percenters of, you know, people that do extremely well. Sure. But. I mean, you can do like small volumes. Some people have like these crazy catalogs of stuff and, you know, they'll give you like the first one of their feet. And then it's like, well, if you want to look at these other ones, it's going to cost you five dollars or six bucks. And honestly, I look at that and I go, you know, 30 pictures, 20 pictures and it's five bucks, 10 bucks. You kind of go, that's actually kind of worth it. But they have like 100 volumes of that. So they get you hooked. It's like the good cocaine. You know, you get you get the first one and then you're like, I'm going to get that next little bump. So, I mean, you think, again, you get like 100 people and they spend five bucks right there. You just made $500. Uh-huh. And to what you're saying, people want these like unique customized things. Uh-huh. So it's like, I want you. Oh, let me take a step back. There are select categories of stuff. So some people are like, I want a little polish. I want you in heels. I want to see you in socks. I want to see you step I want to see you. Butter. And people will pay like. Really good money. Really. I'll step in stuff. I walk through mud. Hey, I used to anyway when I was little. That's I think thing. that's all dirty, like dirty. That's a hey, huge. Yeah. I used to walk through mud when I was little, so. That's right. Get dirty in there. I don't. Hey, I'm a country girl. I grew up that, running around. That'll be your angle. <laughs> you, 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 in grass you, and flavor, mud. Flavor your account. Yeah. You, it'll, it'll, that's what that'll be. It'll be the country. Okay. So you're like, you're walking in grass. C-U-N-T-R-Y. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> You're welcome. Are you going to help me with country this? girl, country girl. So G U R L. Sorry. I just brought back some, some high school yeah. bullshit. I'm good. Continue. No, no. But you're going to help me with this. Yeah, I'll help you. Why not? 
The one thing I did. My feet. I'm the fine one thing that. I did see 10% was ten percent licensing cut. To them. No, to me. Oh, to you. Coming up with the name. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? What? We'll we'll cut you. We'll cut you into that uh, that that cunt money. <laughs> oh my god! And if your your people under you can be called the cunt crew. Oh my god. <laughs> What have I done? Oh, what have I done? See what you did? Be a part of See the what has I wrought? <laughs> See what oh. you did, Kaylee? I love alliteration so much. Um, oh my god. I blame you. Most you, people do. When you're when you're rolling in that foot money, <laughs> when you're rolling in that foot money. Uh yeah. Sentences I, I never thought I would hear. Rolling in that hey, foot money. Hey, come out of an, a person hey, that I actually I know IRL's mouth. Hey, if I could help put money in the thing to help pay with stuff. So I was going to say, the, the the thing that you do have to take out, they do request that they get a profile picture of you. And I think it was like, they do have to like see your face on a few of them. I think it's for their internal use. So I, probably so people aren't botting. Oh. Well, that, yeah. But it depends on what platform you're going to use as to all of that. A couple of them I did. One of them I saw for sure you had to have that. Another one, I'm sure there's other, other ones. Well, I'm, that... sure, I'm pretty sure the, the Forbidden Roads website requires you to have a face picture on mm -hmm. there at some point. We can't have them robot feet. That's not true. on our platform. That's true. Um, but yeah, thank you for bringing that up. Uh, that <laughs> spectacular. is spectacular. Oh my god. Uh, I did have a couple questions. Uh, questions and kind of thoughts. Okay. Uh, so one was definitely that the the drink with with the attachment on it. What would we call that? That's a fantastic cup, question. Cup clips. Um, it has to be something fun, like fun and party ish. Party ish. Yeah. Mm. We'll get to it. We'll, we'll get we'll, we'll get to it. Uh, uh, trinal turnover. You know, it's just like one of those. Oh, God, the callbacks. I know the callbacks are they're strong. Uh, <laughs> this was a stupid one. Um, the letter Z is just an angry S. No, it's a drunk N or a drunk N. <laughs> huh? The letter, the letter Z, Z is an, an angry, angry S or a drunk N. I can see it being a drunk N. Yeah. Don't you get more angular when you get mad? Just. Uh. I feel oh. like it got drunk and just fell over, mm -hmm. like a capital N. Mm, it's, it yes. got drunk and go. fell over. Yes. Um. <laughs> and couldn't get back up. Exactly. Because he was ready to pass out. Uh, another one that I had was uh, so my uh, gastroenterologist friend just quit his job, and I said, "Well, no shit." Uh, okay. Yep. Uh, oh yeah. Trust me, a lot of good ones coming in this. Oh, a lot of good. God. I, I, uh, have you ever I'm going to go to bed with a headache. He's all yours. <laughs> I know. Uh, have you ever and noticed? I gladly claim him. Yep. Have you ever noticed that uh, men twerk when they do missionary? <laughs> <laughs> he brought that up to me, and I had to stop. I, Kaylee, I'm not kidding. He brought that up to me. Like, I was sitting on the couch, and I'm reading a book, or listening to a book, and he goes, hey. And I'm like, so I paused my book and he goes, have you ever noticed this? And I'm like, what? And then he just rattled it off. Okay. I think a demonstration is in order right here. Okay. No, so. we don't need the demonstration. So I, I think you should. No, 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 no. I think he should. And I think you should put it on the IG story. I don't have my phone. The fuck is wrong with you? It had to charge. It was dying. Oh my God. This is an entire electronic <laughs> man cave. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. So, here, so you get. Hey, you need to put it on our Instagram. Wait, give me your phone. There it is. Give me your hold phone. On, hold on. I'm going to get it and I'm going to, he's going to post it on Instagram. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Camera. <laughs> Video. I am your love whore. 
Love me. Go. <laughs> so, okay, so when you're when you're doing missionary, it is a twerk, okay? You know, twerks are like fingerprints. They're unique okay, in each way. Okay, stop explaining and so, just do it. So, <laughs> so what you do is you you want you you lay down, obviously, you know, we give a nice nice salute, and then it's just dit 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 dit, right? <laughs> It's, it's pretty. See, I, I mean, I, see, I go for the little flare-ups right there too. So it's like a little bam, uh, bam. I totally got that on. <laughs> that's going on Instagram. Okay, post on Instagram. Oh, it's a story. Yeah. It's just that's a story. That's story um, material. You gotta oh, post oh it on Instagram. It's your phone. I don't know nothing about your phone. <laughs> I don't fuck with you. You got too much shit on your phone. I mean, it's mostly porn, but I mean, who doesn't have that? I don't put shit on my phone. Well, don't put poop don't on your put porn. Poop on yeah. your phone. Okay, yeah, I don't gross. put porn on my phone either because I don't need to freeze it up or lock it out. This is what Chrome and incognito tabs are for. Okay, but I have issues. My phone already has enough issues, and my Kindle is dying, and I have issues with electronics. I keep my porn on my iPad. Okay. Okay, that's. These fair. are such worth. This is such first world problems. <laughs> it's kind really of funny. Are, um... <laughs> I don't even know how. I keep the porn on the iPad because at least I know that I ain't catching a virus to shut down on or my catch, ass. Or catching feels. Right. <laughs> um, so that was that was really the only questions I had. Uh, I know. Real uh, real showstoppers right there. You got to post that on I Instagram. Have like 50 tabs in 50? My... Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. That reminds me. Um, so I saw this on TikTok. So X Confessions. Yeah. Like we talked about. Yeah. The creator of that, what Erica is it? Lust. Erica Lust. Did you know that when she hires people in her company, mm-hmm. she offers masturbation breaks? That's amazing. I go, what? And they go, yeah, she said she actually found people to be more productive when they're kind of in a more relaxed state. Makes sense to me. Well, think about it. If you're dealing with like a lot of like porn stuff and a lot of, you know, you, you kind of like you get there, distracted. There are feelings. There are hormones. It's a thing. It's going to happen. So yeah. she so she believes that like after there is like some sort of release, they can go back to be more focused and therefore more productive. I'm like, that is brilliant. Can um, confirm. So they do have a what she kind of says is like a masturbation room. That's so it amazing. does have like materials and stuff like that if need sure. be. Sure. But she encourages it. She doesn't mandate it. Well, no. But encourages it. And I was mandated like. Mandated masturbation. That's weird. It's kind of kind of hot right there. I mean, if it's within a dynamic, <laughs> that's a, sure, that's that's hot. a mistress However. thing for sure. You go in that room. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> but yeah, I saw that. And I was like, oh, I need to remember. I did not know that. I did. Isn't not. that fascinating though? I thought where, it was kind of cool. Uh, d- 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 where, hmm, try that again. Where on TikTok did you see that? Yes, I understand King Talk, but was it like just a random person? Just a, just, or? No, just I. I don't remember. You're supposed to save this shit. I know, I usually do. What the fuck's wrong with you? I just hopefully, I, hopefully it stays in my memory and then I just... I'm sorry, you ADHD bastard. Asleep. I know. I was probably asleep. I think I was at work, actually. He was probably on the bed watching TikTok on his phone and mm. falling asleep and then me yelling at him to turn it off because it's so freaking loud. That's what? a thing. Um, oh, I didn't, I also have another question. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, remember this? And I remembered now. Uh, if you're that type of person, and maybe it's not a question, if you're that type of person that at the communal microwave, you leave it at like three seconds, you're a maniac. You are a maniac. You, you are the mm-hmm. worst person in the world. You are sentenced to drawn and quartering, please and thank you, and fuck you. I've come downstairs several times to the microwave being left at like 
four or five seconds. Just there was one time the clear no, button. There was one time where it was left at two minutes and thirty seconds, and I'm like, why? It's not two thirty. That's what my dead ass would do. Like, no, <laughs> no, our ours beeps at you. Oh, that. Mm. I come downstairs in the morning. And I'm like, what the fuck, fuck is beeping? And then I look over in the microwave. So let me let me bring this back on track a little bit here. The point of this was, <laughs> a you couldn't wait like two seconds for it to finish. Like those two seconds yeah. was gonna be so such a different in quality of taste of your microwave food. You gotta go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I think it's less that and more. I don't want to listen to it beep. But all you do is open the. But it becomes a game. It, it becomes a game to like just you yeah, try, to, oh, you try yeah. to get around. Yeah, it's definitely a game. But just hit the fucking clear button when you're done. It's not that hard. So, well, you're a maniac. You're a maniac. <laughs> On the floor, I will drop you. Like what's that song right now? Like a damn sociopath. Yeah. Yep. 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 Did you like that uh, D and D one that I sent you right there too? That was good. That yeah. was that was good. All right. Kaylee, your phone's distracting me. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's so it's shiny. Distracting yes. me too. It's a well. It's it's a new squishy case. Okay, it is new. I thought it was new. Yeah, my other one broke. Not even. <gasps> oh. oh. But this was like three dollars at five below. Oh, uh, did you know? Also, again, I saw another one on TikTok. Did you know the FDA approved a video, video game? game? Yes, for ADHD. Oh. A prescription video game. It's a prescription what? video game. It's Have called it? Endeavor. Endeavor. It's it's supposed to help enforce the appropriate I need to see like, this neural now. pathways, etc. I thought it, I was like, I want to play this. Is it for little kids or um, big people? Yeah. Oh, I'm... Uh, I yeah. only ask because of Kyrie. <laughs> There's a possibility mm -hmm. that child has ADHD. Uh, well... So it looks like a normal video game. Yeah, well, a lot of video games can be helpful, but the way, like, the... You have to keep track of multiple inputs... And everything else, like it, all of the things that it has so, you do. It's like there's like multiple tasks and, mm -hmm. and things. So you have to stay attentive and focused mm -hmm. and it helps, like you said, build those pathways. Right. And it, I mean, obviously it's not going to cure it because ADHD is not something that's going to be cured. No. However. You just learn how to live with it better. It gives you not coping mechanisms necessarily, but it gives you. Better. K I mean, Katiosaurus had better words, but yeah, it was hmm. it was lovely. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's really cool. But this <laughs> something. But it, it's it's something that we kind of knew, I guess, in like people that have played video games for a really long time. Um, you know, it like helps develop um, you know memory. It helps develop mm -hmm. and you know uh, uh, dexterity for mm -hmm. these hand-eye coordination things. Um, that's actually a big thing when you get older in life. They do encourage you to play video play games, video games yeah. and not just you know zombie killing or something like that but maybe like memory games and things like that to help keep you memory games rpgs things mm -hmm. like that that you have lots of things that you are let's play a jrpg where we go and try to kill god i mean fuck yeah <laughs> that's like every that's those are like all my favorite video games i like those ones um but yes that's a thing so there you go i thought Endeavor that was really rx cool. i thought that was a really cool thing those are really cool um things. okay so do you want to get into the meat of some of these questions i have Sure. Okay. Not you specifically. Not me's. Not me's, but you's other ones that I see. Um, so I listen. Not listen. Phrasing. I mm -hmm. check out Reddit a lot of the time. Uh, mm -hmm. It's a good way to you know 
community and other people and you know their thoughts and blah blah, blah. um so Certain i follow subreddits are less problematic than others yeah some of them can be pretty toxic but uh for the most part uh there's some good ones and i try to save some of them that could be uh an interesting conversation a spark up conversation like you said like a podcast <laughs> <laughs> standard podcast format what no we could never we don't know her <laughs> she doesn't even go here what is standard what is normal Wait, do any that doesn't apply to any no, of us in really this room? No, it really does not, not no. at all. And that, that, yeah, that was that was the joke. But was, uh, okay, <laughs> wait, that doesn't apply to anybody here. But I like I like Shiny. finding out. Yeah, oh. I like finding <laughs> the ones that are kind of more <laughs> advice. You know, kind more more advice stuff. Advice. You know, like, hey, I've got this problem. What do you guys think? Um, Conversation, but rather than is that what is the right way to do something? It's opinion based questions. Is what you're saying, right? Because there, there might not be a right or wrong answer, but I'm just yeah. curious of where it kind of goes. Uh, so we'll do this first one. I think this is a very basic question, considering okay. our topic of our podcast. Hey, it never hurts to start basic. But it doesn't ever say, oh, you're so basic. You get that pumpkin spice. Uh, fuck yeah, I do. I, I do like a good PSL. Anyway, ADHD Anyways, motherfucker, what's the question? The uh, question is, is it possible to identify as poly, but accept that you'll never be in a poly relationship? So this question this person asks is, well, and question, I guess, advice. Um, I, lead, I, I lean more towards poly than mono while my partner is the opposite. I've tried many times to try to have relationships of my own, but accepted that my partner just doesn't want that. And I had to decide whether that was a sacrifice worth making, which personally I'm okay with. Sometimes I wish it was different, but not enough to leave because I'm unhappy. I love them very much. We are, we are each other's only partners, but we'll occasionally sleep with others together. I personally still feel like I have the love and capabilities of another relationship, but only if my partner supported me fully in which I don't know, which I know won't happen. So I'm just curious if anyone has identified as poly without being in such a relationship and probably won't be. I feel like I'm the only person who's qualified, quote unquote, in this group to answer that question. Sure. Huh. Well, yeah, because you know where we stand. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, yes, it's possible. If you truly believe that you are not sacrificing a need that you have, like, yeah, because, you know, for for me, it's it leans more towards need than want. Like, sure, there are there are certain needs, avenues, etc. that won't be met adequately just by my current situation or would be met better by a different situation. Right. I think is a better way to put that. Right. Um, so while, yes, it's definitely possible because rather than rules, like we've talked about before where you're setting limits, et cetera, you're, you have agreements in mm -hmm. a relationship. Yeah. Like, and if your partner is dead ass set against anything like that, number one, that's toxic as fuck. But that's, that's another, if, if they've talked it out, that is, that is the caveat that I will put to that question. Yes. If they have actively talked it out and the. The partner is saying that they are not comfortable, not I forbid you to do this. Right. Because, again, we've talked about that. I won't go off on that soapbox because we could be here all night. Um, Probably. So, so long as it's an agreement and not a rule that's been set for that partner, then, yes, I think that is perfectly acceptable and possible. And if you can get the need met that you need met by occasionally bringing in a third to 
you know, couple sexy time. And, then... and, and that's what it sounds like right here. Yeah. It sounds like that, you know. Well, that's, yeah, that's what I say. If that is, if that situation for you is going to, to be enough leaning that way mm-hmm. to, to scratch your, your particular itch, itch, then fantastic. That, I mean, that, I feel like that trivializes, you know, poly or ethical non-monogamy, but I'm not trying to do that. Yeah, yeah, we're we're but. we're not focused on the semantics of it right now. So, um, yeah, I guess in in reading that question, you're you're 100 right. Of one, I think communicating to your partner, or um, I've heard other terms there too. There's like you know, like life partner, destiny partner, like whatever primary relationship. There's there's so many However different. However, you out. want to term your primary nesting partner is my favorite for nah. one that you live. Yeah, with. I've heard that. It's one. so it's like, cute. Like little birds that they can Yeah, I actually yeah. heard that there was a there's a new chick that I follow on TikTok, and she is polyamorous, and she has like several different relationships mm-hmm. going on. And she's like, but I have my nesting partner, which is my husband, and he's the one that I share my bills with and my finance, sure. like all the finances and the house and the we kids. We share the joys and- of child rearing, et cetera. Yes. 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 And I'm like, oh. It is really cute. Yeah. I do like that. But I, I guess, but hearing. hearing I guess that's what you are to me, my nesting yes. partner. There we go. <laughs> if that is the term that you would like to term the relationship with, then yes, absolutely. But when I hear this question, it kind of goes back to a lot of things we we, we talk about is, mm-hmm. you know, you're saying like needs and wants in that there's I, I think just being a human being, there's like I'm trying to find some sort of fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it depends on your personality, too. Do you experiment? Are you more the experimental? Are you the type of person that goes, oh, but about the what ifs? Oh, you know, what if I did this or what if I pursued this? And then you later on in life kind of regret it. You right. know, does that affect your quality of life? So. Sure. I, I, I think when I hear this is as long as you're communicating with someone that you have life ties with, you know, mm-hmm. and responsibilities tied with tied with, um, that's definitely something you should have communicate out. Absolutely. But I don't think you should sacrifice a good relationship for an uncertainty. Sure. You don't want to kind of, I guess, burn the proverbial bridge right. in, in pursuit of something. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And having stood at the the edge of that proverbial bridge myself, it's 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 a thing. Like I'm not so unhappy that I want to not be here anymore, but I'm also not happy. Like it's such a hard place to be in. It's like you're not walking on a tightrope; you're sitting straddling a tightrope. You're it sucks. It's uncomfortable. You're not advancing. You're not moving. You're stuck. Yep. You're stagnant. Whatever yeah. word, Ooh, verb word. you want. Stagnant, stagnant is a good word. You're that, that verb right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like I'm not in a bad place, but I'm not in a place that I want to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rocking a hard place for sure. Um, in the same conversation mm-hmm. that we're talking about, we watched that episode that you had recommended on. Eat oh, yeah. Easy. oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Ashley was funny. She had watched it before me when I was at work. And she yeah, goes, well, she knows that because I texted her. Okay. She, yeah, she texted us. She was like, what was that episode? I'm like, oh, yeah. So she goes, I want you to watch it. Don't say anything. We won't talk about it. We'll talk about it after the episode. Okay. Okay, okay fine. First thing I got, I'll go. Which oh. is very hard for him to do, by the way. I did a good job. Y- yeah, but you still said a couple things. And I'm like, shush, just watch it. I, I, I have that habit of, like, asking rhetorical questions I, out there. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. get yelled at because I analyze. I can't. In, well, the, in the immortal words of my husband, you can't just let the show happen. Why you got to fucking think about it all the time? I literally can't turn off my brain. Fuck you. That's I funny. have that problem when I go to bed. My insomnia kicks in. Uh, <laughs> Raw. And then I, <laughs> and then I go, no, go to bed. And then he yells at me. 
I don't he goes, yell at will you. Will you please just turn your freaking brain off? I'm sorry. I'm she says yell. It's usually in a cuddling position. Oh, and I stroke you and I get... empty. No, thank. Yep. Yeah, so anyways. My brain doesn't know how to empty at nighttime. <laughs> so I watched the episode. Yeah. And, and, you know, my first thought was like, holy shit, that's Orlando Bloom. That's pretty cool right there. Okay, right? me. <laughs> right? Um, but I, I watched the episode and I go... Oh, this is definitely what you mean about like couples privilege and things like that, because yep. the initial idea it was like, maybe we should try this out. There's I guess there's nothing wrong with saying it's like, is this something that we could pursue? Sure. So they, they, they do those things. I I see the stance that the director of this episode was making or the writer, the director, director, wow, the writer of this episode was making. Mm -hmm. It was very much on its like. We're together. We love each other, but we love each other so much. We want to do this. Yes. And I was like, boy, if you're that third person, you're that other person. How are you going to feel? How do you, I, I felt terrible for that third person. I yeah. felt terrible. So having said all that, and it was like awkward and goofy and stuff like that. It was like, which I get, you know, it's, it's right. you know, you, it's like the first it, time having sex. It's like, eh, what am I doing right there? Where? Okay. Sure. Um, so I, I thought that was really cute. I do really like them going in and out and that dynamic. I thought that was, was so well very, done. very fantastic. Yeah, that wasn't really well done. But I, but, but, but even more, what's that? Realistic. Well, yeah. Well, I, I love. they had the baby. And I love the reaction of when the wife goes, takes care of the baby and comes down and he's like stretching her back and like putting it there. Yep. And she's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? we were waiting for you. And she's like, you don't need to wait for me. Yeah. And yeah. that really kind of gave me an idea. I was like, oh, I, I, I get this understanding of we are in relationships together kind of thing. This, yeah. this uh, yeah. balanced relationship with each other. And I was like, now I understand kind of. The yeah. And then when he went up, they didn't wait. They just kind of went, oh, let's do this. Yeah. Yeah. And then he came down and he's like, what the hell are you doing? And then he's like, oh, okay, hold on. So I, I, I yeah. thought that was really cool. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, the, se the sex part was nice. The, you know, them all together as kind of uh, mm -hmm. in this one experience I thought was really cool. Um, I, I Again, the end, I guess when they got to the end of the episode, to them, they're just like, oh, that was so fantastic. I love you so yeah. much. And then her, she kind of goes, okay, that was cool. And then she goes right back to the dating app and looks sure. at other things. So I was like, oh, okay, I see. She was the object of desire to fulfill a fantasy that they had sure. and i think it was done in a very poor way or in it poor in a sense of that it's a okay is unhealthy maybe the word i'm looking for not necessarily know, finish your thought finish your thought because i have some i have some okay. conversations because i definitely wanted to talk about this yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this idea that she was the the tool to achieve an experience that they all wanted sure and then I thought it was an interesting choice that the director had of of all the dynamics of each one going up to take care of the kid. It, the last experience, sexual experience, was the couple the together. Couple together. And I go, that's interesting because they could have gone in any, any direction. It could have been, mm -hmm. you know, could've to the girls. It could have been any order right there. So why did they focus on that particular one? And again, I think it stems back to maybe we don't see you as made. As, I don't. We, we don't, don't really see you as the person. We see you as the just our sure. the object to facilitate a need that we have. Um, so that was kind of what I got out of it. Sure. And I completely can see, based on the conversations that we have been having on the podcast, et cetera, why you would look at it that way. Mm -hmm. 
the way that I saw it when I first watched it, granted, I haven't rewatched it like recently. Sure. I only watched it once, too. Um, yeah. I've seen it a couple of times, but the kind of the way that I saw it was they are not looking to enter into a actual relationship with somebody else. Right. They are looking for an ethically non-monogamous sexual experience. Right. And they were very upfront with this this woman that they like they knew beforehand. Like she fucking taught their daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's they're teaching current like it's not a past thing it is a current thing she is like the mommy and me music teacher mm-hmm. and you know it's she was like well yeah I'm da- that's yeah i'm cool like i i didn't necessarily feel bad for i forget what her name is annie annie mm-hmm. yeah is it annie okay yep so i didn't feel bad for her at all i kind of dove into the because show that is entirely fair <laughs> i I've only watched a couple of episodes of it, but that one I, j- I just keep rewatching because I enjoyed the way that it was actually portrayed real. Like the threesome was portrayed realistically. <laughs> it's not, oh, we're all going to lay down together and everybody's hands are going. We're like, no, that's not. No, n- no, no, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> It's not like how that works. no, and it's it's going to be awkward. And if you can't laugh during sex, then you're with the wrong people. That's true. Just throwing that out there. I also thought it was just really weird. They had like a, a 70s like oh, I shag rug. That oh my so god! Much. I looked at Chris and I was like, "Hey, babe, d- did you notice anything about the basement?" And he's like looking at it and he's like, "I was like 70s. It's a 70s fuck and he's room. Like, yeah, yeah, like, holy shit, it is 70s. It's a fuck den. Yeah. Yeah, that is where you would go at the end of a key party in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did just you find. I found out something interesting. Pineapple. You know what pineapples mean? We talked. We, we did ta- talk. We did talk about, about this. We did? in the cart. In the, the shopping cart. And just like no, pineapples are like the sw- is this like the swinger Now it's on the flags too. Yeah, it's you like know the pineapple it- flags that you can you know the flags you can hang out front. Like my mother in law has one of those poles oh, that yeah. has a flag. You can get a pineapple flag and put it outside your house. It's like the swinger symbol. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, like I knew about I'm not I know about the shopping cart, but now it's like become this full on thing, and everybody's like, that's what pineapples mean. Now people are like taking it off their porch and stuff. Well, I don't think it's what it means. That puts I, that episode of How I Met Your Mother in a completely different context. Sorry. I don't think it's so much. <laughs> it, I, don't, I don't think it's so much it means. It's just a group of people said this is our right. symbol. Sure. Yeah. But that's what like because everybody's like, what? It may not be a universal thing, but there is a certain subset of a particular community yes. that is utilizing yeah. it for that purpose. Yes, yes, yes. That's but, so, like, but on TikTok, people are like, that's what that... So, like, I w- watched a couple of TikTok videos that have just randomly popped up. Sure. And they're running through their house, clearing them their pineapples out. <laughs> okay, that's kind of funny. And I was just like... Uh, you have something okay. you want to say. No, no, no. I was just like, how did we jump over to this from that? But oh. anyway, so, so you're good. Because we're talking, we're talking about... Shag carpet. Shag carpet. Shag carpet and multi... 70s. So, when... I, I guess to what we're saying about the character Annie, the third yeah. person, the the mommy and me uh, instructor, Katie McCucci. Katie McCucci. Yeah. I fucking love her so much. Sorry. <laughs> she, I thought it was. I thought at the beginning of the episode, you know, she's talking about this dating app, mm-hmm. and the wife says, "Oh, you know, you're looking for someone." And you're kind of like, "Well, you know, I'm getting a little older," and and, and yeah. it was, and it was. I guess my my initial thought when I saw that was. She wants a lasting relationship because she sees herself getting a little older and things like that. So I was, I was, that's, that's, but but to to what you're saying, when they all had dinner together and they said, this is what we want. And she was kind of like, ah, I'm down for it. Yeah. To her, it wasn't in a, in a, maybe an emotional connection. 
Yeah, it was more, it was more of just an experience. an experience. It was an experience. There was already kind of an emotional connection. Mm-hmm. And she was able to extend that to include mm-hmm. the benefits of Friends with Benefits. Right. And, you know, it's I think everybody got out of that transactionally what they were looking to get out of it. Mm-hmm. And whether it happens again or not is, again, their business. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it ever happens again because I don't know the rest of the show. But um, as far as I can tell you, no so far. Yeah, well, they, they've only built Orlando Bloom into one, so I'm going to go with no. Um, hey, he's worth a lot of money right there. Yeah, yeah, you, do the, you do those Lord of the Rings movies there. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, it's... I would like to say Kaylee has a thing for Orlando Bloom. Specifically... Just Legolas? Legolas and his character in Elizabethtown. Never seen Elizabeth. And I have. I've pirate. Seen we and, own it. Okay, no, yeah, I just have a thing for Orlando Bloom. Yeah. See? <laughs> well, I'm like, specific, nope, nope. It's like, it's like saying, I have a, it's like, do you have a thing for Johnny Depp? It's like, no, no I have a thing for Jack Sparrow. And Edward Scissorhands. Okay. And you just and, start, and, and you're like, like yeah, yeah, no, I think Or Sweeney Todd. He, he wasn't what? Edward Scissorhands, baby. You were thinking Sweeney Todd. Sorry, Sweeney Todd. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. He was in Edward Scissorhands. He was Edward Scissorhands. Not all, not the original. The remake. Okay. Sorry, I only think of movies after 1985. <laughs> so, anyway. anyways, <laughs> but, I, but thank you for talking about that episode yeah. and letting us kind of like making us Good aware show. of it. Because, yeah, I thought it, it did an excellent job of kind of portraying things that I guess we actively see in like a relationship. Because I would definitely yeah. see. You know, when we were at the beginning of this venture, it's like, well, you know, it's yeah, it would be our girlfriend. It's like, but we have to always be together. No, I and can think- see us like after well, we built that trust in there. Yeah, yeah, right. But he's looking at like when you guys first started having this conversation. Oh yeah, it was much more of a. I was very much like, the Orlando Bloom in that scenario of like, oh well, she's gone. We can't do yeah. anything here because right. yeah, yeah, right. As to where, no, it's again that comes back down to agreements what has everybody who's involved agreed to yeah Yeah. and it's i just that again that particular episode it does a really good job of showing you know the the reality of multiple partnered sex Mm -hmm. it does a really good job of showing that negotiations don't have to be super intense Mm -hmm. like oh it's super goofy yeah yeah and you like and awkward which is okay because Guess what? People are awkward. It's probably going to be awkward. Literally, yeah. everybody is awkward. If they tell you they're not, then they're lying. Which is awkward. Or they're crazy. Which is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, solid, solid example. And it also does, like you had touched on, is the the possibility of, you know, the whole couple's privilege thing. Like, you know, you it's something to be aware of. I definitely and, saw it from that angle. I was like, ooh, they're really hitting this hard. Yeah, and, v- and veto power is absolutely bullshit. What do you mean for veto power? Sorry. That is related to couples privilege mm-hmm. of I have the power to veto your partner. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, no, no, you don't. You have the ability to voice a concern about my potential partner. And say and draw a boundary for yourself that I don't want to hang out with them. I don't want to have a metamorph relationship with them. Right. But you do not have the power to veto who I do and do not do anything with. Give it the presidential veto. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Those two things in my brain always are just very. Gotcha. That and OPP. Uh, another question I had. 
uh, or that that was on Reddit. Yes. Uh, in your experience, is the phrase "once a cheater, always a cheater" actually accurate? I'm wondering because my partner confessed early on that they have cheated on someone in the past. We have been going through a rough patch lately, and this confession has been on my mind. I feel the need to mention that I've never cheated on anyone and was very open about why I never have. Should I be worried? Which I think is a uh, poignant question, especially when you start talking about open relationships or sure. non-monogamous. Sure. What we like talked about, it's like, you know, what do we classify as cheating? Right. Honestly, in that instance, I don't necessarily, because we talked about before we started recording, I don't like the word always. Right. Because, A, everybody has the capacity to change. Yeah. And, B, there's always going to be a scenario, this is the always that that proves the rule, that's going to break the always. Mm -hmm. There will be something that is going to be not true. Right. So. Okay, I guess to kind of what you're saying, it's like, uh, you know, I will always, kind of what we're saying, it's like, I will always have a male sexual encounter with my husband, and then the next thing you know, Orlando and Orlando Bloom walks in, and he starts getting some drinks in you, and be like, well, that always oh, just kind of went out the window. I drinks. <laughs> he starts, no, 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 he starts bartending and making you drinks. You would gladly take drinks from Orlando Bloom. Oh, I would Bloom. gladly take them from Orlando Bloom, but that's not what I thought that he said. No. I, I was thinking, like, you know, the only, okay, so if you're, if you were going to say the always that you were saying yeah. is all of my, my <laughs> masculine-leaning sexual encounters will be only with my husband. Mm-hmm. And then Orlando Bloom walks in and it's like, elevator list, done. Let's go get stuck in an elevator. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where I thought you were going with it. Not, yeah, that, yeah, totally. But I mean, it's on the same, it's on the same vein for sure. Yeah. It's big, big blue vein that Orlando Bloom has. Anyways, um, <laughs> I assume so. I don't know. I, I, in that easy episode, I don't know. It looked like he, I don't know. Um, <laughs> anyway, anyway. He starts making drinks, but he does like what Bill Murray did. He's just, everything is tequila. Oh. You remember that story? <laughs> just go, just like, Everything's yeah, can I get a Manhattan? He goes, yeah, sure, and pours him a shot of pours tequila. Pours him a shot of tequila. <laughs> Here's your Manhattan. Yeah. I'm like, what the, the fuck? fuck? Where's what? the cherries? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, um, you want cherries? Here you go. Cherries in your tequila. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, but yeah, that, I mean, the should I be worried is um, I'm worried for you if you're asking Reddit and not talking to your partner. Yeah. No, I agree like, 100%. That is going to boil back to communication. But the always, again, is where I take exception with that question, because not necessarily it could it for a particular person. Could it be true? A hundred percent because they the reason it'll come down to the why. Like, well, and for, does everything. And life. for some people, they have um, they, they have serious moments in their life where it's like, you know what? I am changed from this moment on. Right. Yeah, you know, there. You know, I don't want to use the example of like you know guys that say like you know I'm, you know I'm I'm done with drinking and you know you know something significant happens in their life and they're right. like this is the reason why I don't drink. Right. You know, it could be the same thing with like cheating. It's like you know it's like you know what I, I did something that I'm supremely forget you know regretful about. Sure. And they go that I would never you know do something like that. Sure. Again, the hard part with the always, but never I, always. I I, I always something. want to give someone the benefit of the doubt. Right. Especially if you're communicating and it's a absolutely absolutely. You know, hundred percent so yeah in that instance definitely talk to your partner tell them hey after you said this i now have that like this is now a 
not a concern, but it's something that's weighing on my mind. Can you, you know, help that's put why that it's to called bed? Communication, people. Communication, yes. communication, communication. Why do we always do things in threes like that? I don't know. It's a tick. Leave me alone. No, not just you. Just like when someone wants to get the point across three times. Anyways. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, You good on that question? Probably because it's ingrained to us when we're little. Maybe. Because we repeat stuff to our kids multiple times a day. Why the three? I don't know. They just eventually stick with three. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Anyways. Uh, Daddy, daddy, daddy. Uh, This, I think, is another... (laughs) Okay. Interesting take. Okay. Polyamory is not for people... Who are bad at monogamy. Being bad at monogamy is not a good metric for whether or not you will be good at polyamory. If you are bad at sustaining a single relationship, you will be bad at sustaining multiple relationships. Okay, that, that I was waiting for the, the, the finishing okay. of that thought. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Cause I, I I don't disagree with that particular hot take. Yeah. Um polyamory doesn't fix anything. That's like having yeah. a baby. Babies don't fix relationships. Exactly. Exactly. The only thing that's going to fix a broken relationship is communication. And working through it. Right. But as I say, like, start with communication. Why are why are we broken? What is broken? Mm-hmm. How can we fix it? Can we fix it? Mm-hmm. Like, and what caused us to get to this spot? Right. Like, if, you, if it boils down to we have a giant difference in ideology... AKA I want to repopulate the world with children and you don't even want to fucking touch the idea. Like that is a fundamental problem. Right. That if you can't, you know, come to grips, one of you can't come to grips with the fact that the other one isn't going to change their mind, then that's like when you go to get married, you have to have conversation, lots of conversation before you get married. Not even just conversations to what you're saying. Like like in-depth conversation, communication. Very serious, deep ones of like, if we were in the situation, like, you know, we've had other people that's like, you know, if I cannot have kids, what does that mean to you? Mm -hmm. If you, you know, if I've taken my ability away to have kids and you want to have more. One of our friends, literally right now, you know, his Mm -hmm. wife had surgery, no more kids right here. And he's kind of like, Man, I really wish that I could have more kids. You know, that's a that's a I tough mean, one. I mean, in that particular instance, there's multiple different ways to get children. Right. If if the problem is you're a breeder, then that's why did, a I, problem. Get, why did I get that look? <laughs> why did you get that look? Why did you get that look, Christopher? So back to my friend. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but 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 I'm saying you can't say that but, necessarily because we may have issues with that. After losing the twins well, and no, the that's issues not, we had with Aurora. No, that's not. I was the breeding king, darling. <sighs> the, she was picking was, on the breeding king. I was picking at the breeding king. Don't get that kind of serious on me. I get it. I totally get it. Don't worry. It's not serious until it's serious. But right. to, 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 to what you're saying is, yeah, and, and, it, and it can be something as simple as, oh, I only see myself as a father if they are biologically mine, as opposed to right. raising right. a child. Right. And I've got a couple of friends at work right there. You know, they're in a relationship from and there's a child from a previous relationship and they are like glued to each other. Yeah, because and they call them dad. That's their mm-hmm. kids. Yeah. Well, I have a friend that has that with her daughter. Mm-hmm. Like the guy that's raising her daughter is not her biological daughter mm-hmm. or his biological daughter. I have several friends that have that. And but that to them is their kid. They don't care. Right. Like, that's my kid, mm-hmm. regardless of where that kid mm-hmm. came from. That is my child. But that's, that's the point is, is maybe your outlook or your expectation 
it it's not it's not perfect. It's not maybe mm-hmm. the desirable one that you had previously. No. And you learn to adapt and kind of go. It's like you know what I am. Hey, I'm not against having a, a girlfriend that has kids, because I'll love them as if they're my own. Right. Somebody was talking about the pot the the not the possibility, but the point of view of like a third parent. If mm-hmm. you're you're in a triad and you're the other like the other quote mm-hmm. unquote like yeah. the you know, the girlfriend, the boyfriend, the whatever. Right. Like, you are essentially the third parent. Like, you have just as much... Rights to that kid. Is responsibility for rights to, et cetera. Like, okay, me and my meta are going to watch the kids so mom can go have some some alone yeah. time. Or, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, I'm going to watch the kids so y'all can go on a date or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that is very much a thing. Me and you've talked about it, that if, you know, we ever did get a girlfriend and we trusted... And we got oh my that gosh, like, uh, communication in there yeah, the one, enough, and we trusted it enough. We'd have them on all the paperwork for the kids. The one that jumps out, the one that jumps out of my mind was very similar to uh, Jay. Like you know, so she was in she was in a lesbian relationship with a uh, with another woman, and uh, um, when she would be at work and Jay would be like you know at home by herself, she was ex- she was almost like a like a seriously like a third girlfriend. Yeah, like, she was like our girl. All big experiences, like she was there when Kyrie was born. Like sure. we would go on trips together, and yeah, she sure. she literally would do that. She's like, I'll watch the baby. You guys go on over there, and you're kind of like, I don't, I don't know. That's one of the kind I of talked the, to her the other day. Did you? Nice. Yeah, that's like I, I mean like, that's that's Kyrie's god mom right there, and sure. you know. I mean, that doesn't bother me at all right mm-hmm. there. If anything, it just kind of shows how much I don't want to use the term love. But I mean, it's like, you know, they, you know, when you have that relationship and they love sure. love your kids just as if they're their, their own. So. Yeah. Do you know how many nieces and nephews I have that I have Shoot. no biological claim to? Me and it was funny. Normally when me and Jay went to the store, we always fucked with the cashier because we'll be getting stuff for dinner. Sure. And they're like, oh, what are you guys cooking for dinner? And we're like, oh, we're going to go home and make dinner for our husband. And the, the look on the cashier's face Oh my god! It we it was oh it was priceless. I like, would be lying if I didn't say that there's a small sliver of me that wants to be in a poly relationship just so I can fuck with people. We like did that. that, but we did it all the time, and we weren't together. Me and Jay were not together. They would call, they would call me at work, and they're like, it. "Hey, hubby, you know what are you doing?" Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. What I yeah. Hi, literally me <laughs> with my three best friends. They are I. They are my bonus spouses. Yeah, like hundred percent. Oh, Jay is totally our bonus wife. Yeah, like for sure. for sure. It's a thing. Like I'm gonna have to let her know that we called her that. I should like literally <gasps> everything except for the sex part. Like, yeah, that is it's it's yeah. Jay is definitely yeah. I love Jay. I miss Jay. But. What was the original question? Because we just ate. That's a, I know that's a great one. I, I'm actually gonna have to look back. I, because I used kids as an example, and we kind of polyamory is not for people who are bad at monogamy. There it is, and we talked about fixing things. Yes. And that I mean the if you're bad at maintaining one relationship, you're going to be bad at maintaining multiple. Is a hundred and ten percent true. There's a common denominator that right. You know, yeah. Right. Exactly. If, if if you're having issues making one relationship work and last. You're probably not gonna be able to do multiple. But but it but it goes. But relationships are not like juggling. Well, no. It's not like riding a no. bike. There, but there are certain things that need to happen. There is an undercommon, you know, again, denominator. An undercommon denominator. Isn't that like friendship though? Because friendships are different relationships yeah, that you come exactly. with. But friendship is very like subjective. Well, yeah, well, well that's a whole other oh, podcast. Oh, we could oh right we could deep dive the fuck out of that. But but the, but the point of it is. <laughs> What is what is something that you are doing or not doing that yeah. means you don't have a lasting and healthy relationship right. with other people? And if it's 
every relationship you ever have and they always go bad right there. And it's like, maybe you need to internalize and look at some things that you're doing. Right. Is it, and Figure again, the, the, what the broken part hey, is. And it comes I'm with communication. <laughs> yeah. And it comes with communication. A hundred percent. And, you know, at that point, it doesn't mean that you can't, if you, if you feel like poly is something that you want to, you know, get it, not get into, that sounds wrong. Mm -hmm. You don't get, you don't try poly. You don't get into poly. It's you either are or you aren't. Right. And yeah. if you decide that you are, but you have issues making a single relationship, a monogamous relationship, last work, et cetera, you need to figure out why. Like, is it because you have jealousy problems? That is okay. There is nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. Jealousy is not a negative emotion. It sucks, but it's not a negative emotion. It's it's weird because I know when speaking from me mm -hmm. and my personality, it's that I don't know if I'm I don't know I, I flip between I don't know if I'm jealous, but I, there's also a protectiveness to it. And it's and maybe I don't know. It's it's almost like a, I guess maybe I don't sometimes know if it gets, it's a possessiveness because I've been at the bar with you and people have hit on me and you just let it slide. Yeah, but I'm the one that puts them I, in their I place, can, not you. I can be <laughs> well. I I can I can be open to the possessiveness. But I, I still care about her well-being and protect sure. her. Well, sure. So, I was asking, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. is that part of it? Because I know that we have had conversations that lean that way in the past. Sure. No, I don't. I mean, I know he's definitely protective. Sure. When it comes to, like, especially if he but notices I'm also protective, I get creeped out. But I'm also protective for, like, friends and yeah, yeah, things yeah. like that. Sure. So. But, like, I don't think he's necessarily possessive. Well, no, no, not in, not in a like she's mine. Nobody else can touch the tits kind of way. But like, <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, come on! Like, Every, how many how many of our friends have touched my boobs? I mean, it's like a it's a smorgasbord. It's a it's a <laughs> right. But no, that's like I mean, I'm pretty sure there's been a lot of our friends that have touched the boobs. <laughs> Why do you have to look at them? To be, do you have like? Did they sign their name? I was about to say, is there a <laughs> handprint? <laughs> like, what's going on? No, there? my ass has my ass uh, jeans that I wore in high school. Everybody signed them. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. Ass jeans. Okay, so I had this really nice pair of jeans that it just had no he, pockets. Come on, let's be honest. They were jeans no, without pockets. No, these ones had pockets. Oh Jesus! But you like these jeans, and you signed on them, and then everybody else wrote on them. Fair enough. So the pair of jeans, I'm pretty sure it says. Property of Chris on my ass. That's still holds true. <laughs> I mean, not wrong. And then and she I'm just has sure, something that never mind. I'm pretty sure Bryant wrote Bumblebee Tuna on my pair of jeans somewhere. It was Ace Ventura. Yeah, when nature calls. There it is. And do a little Bumblebee Tuna, and then somebody else signed the crack of my jeans while I was. Mind you, this is all happening while I'm wearing the fucking jeans. Well, yeah. That's, gotta get it, gotta get up in there. Beautiful. I think your mom and dad were like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Don't ask questions. I think, I I think a normal floor. person would be like, "What the fuck?" I was. I lost my yearbook. <laughs> Actually, our yearbook didn't come for six months after we graduated, so we had no yearbook. So they just signed my jeans. Hey, if it works, man. <laughs> I still have those jeans. They're upstairs in our closet. I think memorabilia. Okay, I'm gonna wrangle us back in. Yeah, Sorry. I'm kind of going. Where the hell were we? Now? I have no idea where we got to ass jeans, but anyway, you know, I wasn't saying necessarily that you were being like that kind of possessive, but the possessive feeling, right? Of like, oh, but oh, like. Well, it's it's like the things that we talked about is why do people get jealous? Mm -hmm. Is they're thinking, oh no, something that jealousy. I've built a, I've built something of this relationship, and someone's going to come in and take it away. Mm -hmm. It jealousy is bred from insecurity. Oh yeah. Oh, hundred percent. And 
that is part of the reason why, like, I love, like, compersion is my favorite emotion. I don't know if we've talked about compersion. Mm -mm. New vocab word, or do you know what it means? Let's assume I don't know what it means. Okay. So a lot of people say compersion is the opposite of jealousy. Incorrect. Security is the opposite of jealousy. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm with you so far. Compersion is feeling joy at someone else's emotional fulfillment. So like practical example, you know, if, if I'm alone and hanging out with you guys or Brian and Anna or whoever, and you know, you're getting like lovey, whatever. I just look over and I go, like, I love, I love watching other people love their people. It's weird that an empath has that feeling and likes that feeling. Hey, no, that's why I'm in all seriousness. You're talking to the two over yeah, here. Like, that's why he's that's saying why I said it. it. That's yeah. why he's saying it. But yeah, it's it's not that I'm feeling their love for each other. It's I am brought joy watching them be act with, act, act in yeah. that. Yeah, and so if yeah. you were in a like in a so okay, we do better with concrete examples. <laughs> The three of us were in a polyamorous relationship. Mm-hmm. We're not. No. For everybody, we've had this conversation we love each on other, air. But not like that. But yeah, we're not. <laughs> we just, hypothetically, we, if we were. We just talk about our deepest, darkest secrets all the you time know, and we just you know, put it out in the world. Together. Kaylee's just the one that we like to talk with, man. She's a I, really just, good friend. Just sometimes with her sometimes with our clothes off. So, you know, and there it is. Okay. Really? I'm not wearing pants. This Should entire we throw time. something at him? you throw those boobs apparently you know everyone's but no so say so say we were and you know ashley and i were you know getting cuddly on the couch whatever and you were just (laughs) sitting over there just like "Mm." yeah like i'm not sitting over there like oh i wish that i was part of that necessarily even if you feel that that's a separate feeling he came in when me and jay have done that before yeah (laughs) me and jay were at the house and i was cuddling with jay on the couch and he's just like "Mm." and we're like hi honey yeah (laughs) <laughs> it's just like it's the the little bump of just the the like the anime hard eyes staring at the you know yeah the 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 expression of of fondness oh, etc. Right. I can give you a really good live example. It's like when Chris gets to go see the red pandas at the zoo. I'm not kidding. That's adorable. <laughs> he loves the red pandas. I have to always ask him like, so are we gonna go buy the red pandas or what are we doing? I was like, yes. Are we gonna go buy the red pandas or do you not love me anymore? Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's the same question. It's like the TikTok's like, so my husband said he doesn't love me anymore. <laughs> I said you couldn't get another cat. It's not same the same thing. thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two clips, same energy. Well, that was like um when the baby gorilla was born at the zoo. Mm-hmm. It was born right around the same time Aurora was. And when the first time we went to the zoo, I was like, oh, we got to go see the the gorilla, baby gorilla, baby gorilla. And he's like, calm down. I was like, do you not love me? Like, I want to go see the baby gorilla. And then so I, long as that is always said in jest, I love that. And then, and then I go, uh, you know, you can you can see the, the baby gorilla. Uh, picture in your head a gorilla and now think it's a tinier version. I was like, that's not And funny. there you go. I want to go see the baby gorilla. <laughs> and then I got to the baby gorilla exhibit and they had more than one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. <laughs> The only reason I was like that, though, is because normally we never make it to the gorillas, man. Yeah. There you go. We always go see the damn polar bears, and we always go see the elephants, and we always go see the red pandas, but we never go see the gorillas. Again. I'm going to put Ritalin in your Dr. Pepper bag. <laughs> Again, first world <laughs> problems. So, like, I can't believe this. I have to look at these majestic unicorns all the time. Oh, <laughs> I don't mind. It's just 
Look at this animal. I like to venture out and go to the other side of the zoo. The best part, this is a side tangent more than a... This is already... We're talking about the zoo. We're talking about compersion, and now we're at the zoo. There's something that's so crazy about it's like, oh, can you believe this like weird Indian like mole rat looking thing? Oh, it's disgusting. You're like, you witnessed something that someone even 100 years ago could never see. There are kings. There yeah. are literal emperors who never saw this animal that you just saw, and you didn't give two shits about it. <laughs> I like going to the zoo. Oh I like taking the kids too. Well, there you go. Rory's funny. Or she likes it's a good it. example of like compersion when you like watch like two little elephants and they're like eating something together and they're like kind of snuggled in. Your and then they hold yeah. their trunks together. Hmm? Or like the little otters, they like lay on their back and they oh, hold yeah. their hands. Yeah, that's too cute. It is really cute. But yeah, that is it's that is probably it's my favorite emotion. Like, see, look, we got a uh, vocab out of it. You're welcome. <laughs> you learn something new every How day. How do you get yeah. a vocab? Huh? How do you get a vocab? Just like that. She said you got a vocab word out of it. A vocab word. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was just we got. I got a vocab, and it's like what? Yeah. Duh. It, it just how you said it was just really <laughs> funny to me. Like how you said it was if really funny. Y'all can't see us, but we're seriously like staring at him. Like, what the hell are you talking about? Well, it's like you used it as like a noun. Like, no. I got a vocab. That's how you, that's what you heard. Yeah, I know that. I know that's why I was like <laughs> yep. in my head. I'm like, Kaylee what? heard me. I got you. I got you. The best part is when it's a verb right there. We're vocabbing hard. Yeah. Okay. Mm, but anyway, so yeah, compersion. Compersion is lovely. We love compersion. Um, we don't hate jealousy. We unmask jealousy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why are and you the feeling that way? Why are you feeling? Where is your jealousy stemming from? It's it's is like it, it's typically it comes from an unmet need or an insecurity. Those are your two baseline or places that jealousy come from. You. Well, that's an insecurity. I think the closest thing I can get to yeah. that, the closest thing I can get to that for maybe like a like from a I guess man's perspective is like. When a guy comes in, they're like, oh, he got that big dick energy. You know, you know, where guys are very insecure about, you know, pleasing a partner, mm-hmm. you know, and all these things right here. And okay. you look you back at that. How come guys always got to compare their dicks to each other? Because of the insecurity. That's it, what it we're talking boils about. It yeah. down to insecurity. Like, like oh, you, oh, you masculinity with penis size. Like, oh, you have a four and a half inch dick. It's like you're a fucking okay, woman. Then and what's like, with the truck thing? Because they're like, oh, if you got a big truck, a really big truck, then you got a small penis. I mean, that's, I guess insecurity can also stem from that, too. The projection of mm-hmm. status. Yeah. Okay. Because, again, it's like if you're more masculine, you therefore have a bigger penis. Therefore, that all comes down to we all come from monkeys. Like. Oh, yeah. There's that a high, is very yeah. much a primate-esque situation happening. Like, but definitely that is the the insecurity of not being able to please your partner like that is probably baseline opening up a relationship and starting the idea of polyamory mm-hmm. into the conversation mm-hmm. that is going to be the first knee jerk reaction of any partner regardless male female non-binary like Am I not enough? Am I not giving you everything that you need? Like, that's the insecurity. And then they become jealous of even a prospective partner like that doesn't even exist yet. Right. And that jealousy is coming from their insecurity of I am not enough. I think it's really weird when you hear people, you know, have a 
non-monogamous relationship or whatever it might be or polyamory and they it the the, the jealousy stems like almost exclusively from the sex part and I think that's just really weird because a sex is a component of a relationship. Mm-hmm. It is not the relationship. Right. Sure. And if it's coming from a full, fully flushed out, fully, no, a full relationship, like actual fully like polyamorous, fully formed. There you go. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, like polyamorous relationship, then yeah, I totally agree with you. But it may just be an ethical non-monogamy situation in which you have multiple sexual partners. Right. Which is entirely fair. Like... There are romantic orientation and sexual orientation are completely different. Well, I was I was going to say sex means different things to different people. Yeah. Well, sex means different things to different people, and it's like people express themselves sexually different than they express themselves romantically. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's romantic and sexual orientations align with each other. Mm-hmm. Like I have friends who are asexual, like bi or polyromantic, and while I, in my personal hypersexual experience do not understand asexuality at all like mm-hmm. it does not compute in my brain i don't get it yep it for, like, doesn't doesn't for either of us yeah, yeah. yeah no. it just it doesn't make sense i understand and i fully support all of my ace and arrow people i just can't understand that experience it is an experience that i do not understand and that's okay but it's you know it can very much in that type of a situation like in the the fully formed relationship you know if it is an you know an asexual partner and a hypersexual partner mm-hmm. like i can't can i not give you what you need and is this a problem and do i need like do i need to change and then they have the existential crisis of oh shit i need like no you should never have to change who you are for somebody else i don't i would never want you to man that could be a whole 20 20- 50 well, hour uh, conversation just in that because i i agree you should okay so let me let me get more specific because yeah. it's a very specific thought that i'm having and i'm using okay this, okay perfect perfect you should never have to change the way you love and or interact with your partner for so that they are getting enough from you i would agree 100 percent with that that is what i mean when i say you shouldn't have to change for somebody if there is a problem and you need to grow through something that's different but if you have so i haven't gone through the new versions of love languages yet but i very much want to um but the 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 baseline one of like you know my i'm heavy physical touch like I am a very up top. Yep, that's us too. Like, up top, yeah. Platonic, get stick me High in the middle of a goddamn cuddle puddle, and I am the happiest human cuddle being puddle. ever. You mean a fuck ball? Is that what you no oh, okay. legit cuddle puddle? Like we okay. So brief side tangent to explain. Yes. We when we went. <laughs> it's, to, it's, it's a cute term, cuddle puddle. Cuddle puddle. Okay, you okay. literally never heard I've never cuddle heard, puddle before. No. I live in a I, I live under a rock. I've never heard that either. <laughs> I literally just felt my heart break for you guys. That's so sad. So uh, don't. we went, no, we, when we went to the cabin last year, mm-hmm. it was, uh, I don't know, I forget what night it is, but <clears throat> we were on like dinner break or something mm-hmm. and I had flopped face, face first onto the couch and Annie and Bryant were on one side talking about something and then Anna literally came and laid on top of me mm-hmm. and I was like, I am not That's mad about this. Puddle. No, no, no. That's a dog. That in individual laying on individual. But I was like, okay, you need to get up and we need to move that way. And then we just all ended up kind of like 
puzzle piece laying on top of each other massage yeah, train yeah, yeah. situation like, like it was that's it a was nice. pile. no not necessarily again getting laid on like sometimes well, I had that I need, well yeah sometimes <laughs> i like for for anxiety or just existential existence reasons need somebody or something to lay on top of me to stick my soul back to my my body isn't that really funny when there's some people that need a swaddle but then yeah. they're but then they're also claustrophobic. Yeah. And there's a very fine line between those. It really is. It is a very fine line. Yeah. Hi, I am one of those people. It's like one person laying like, on me, not an issue. Three, three people, people laying on me. me. Get, off, get off, get off, get off, get off, get off. Yeah. I'm but having like, an issue. Sometimes you know how to you get them off the of you real fast? Bite the one that's on the on your back. Bite the one that's but, on the bottom. Bite the bite one, the one, on one that's bottom. on your back? Did you just no. hear what you said? Yeah. What are you a fucking owl? No. Normally their hand is bracing themselves they're laying on you, so you bite them everybody else gets thrown off oh, trust me they move fast i, I thought you're like bite the person on no, your back okay. so you turn your head all the way okay, around okay i get dog i understand pile, man. i got you i got you yes so dog piles kitten piles and cuddle puddles are very much interrelated and in same energy but they are very different like dog pile is there's Rough. one person and we are all going to be laying on or partially on this person. Mm -hmm. Normally that's when you're like roughhousing around. You can be roughhousing around you or whatever. There's like a, a mass of writhing, fully clothed, usually bodies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're you are centered typically around one or two people. Mm -hmm. Cuddle yeah. puddles is very much a communal. We are all kind of like tangle of limbs we're going to be sitting on the couch watching a movie or we're just going to be sitting here talking ah, or whatever. It's not quite a fuckball. Not quite a fuckball. Cuddle puddles can turn into fuckballs. Yeah. Depending on, you know, who's involved and whatnot. But um, they definitely don't have to and very much can be platonic. Um, and then kitten piles are similar to dog piles, usually have significantly less people and are very much the energy of I need you to stick my soul back to my body. Mm -hmm. Lay directly on top of me. I need the like the deep like the deep pressure you situation. need a familiar i have one <laughs> he just he, he, he's a derpy shit is what he is <laughs> you need another familiar we'll have that conversation off air <laughs> um, you need your own frumpkin okay that's all i'm saying <laughs> sorry orange tabby cat i don't need frumpkin. an orange tabby cat <laughs> you sure yeah i have just there's a lot of thoughts that just happened all at the same time anyway but yeah, very essential related. Okay. So yeah, cuddle puddles are good. And the physical touch is good. And I think but, that's where we should end with the cuddle puddle. But yeah, that brings it back. You should <laughs> never have to change how you relate to a partner so that the partner gets more from you. Like oh, I in in that in that moment, in that instant, I would agree. But but again, how much longer can we talk about this? Because this could easily yeah. be an hour. Well, let's end it with the cuddle puddle. Well, let him finish his thought. No. And then we'll go back to the cuddle puddle. I would say that a relationship is also not stagnant. Is sure. that through life experiences, you as a person also change? Absolutely. Absolutely. You at like I, I've said this to Ashley is like we at the beginning of a relationship is not we are not the same as we are God. now in that relationship. God, no. um, but that's where. You might change, and if you bring people along in your life and you want them in that intimate relationship that you have with them, not just sexual, but... All Intimacy the, all, is int more than sex, yes. Then they also need to be on the same page, same page mm -hmm. of what you are now, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Hi. Yes. Yeah. Completely makes sense. Yeah. The number of times I have metamorphosized myself in the last X number of years that he and I have been together is significantly more than one. Like, yeah. you know. Life experiences happen, man, and they right. change people. And you know what you need? A nice little cuddle puddle. Please and thank you. you need yeah. a little cuddle puddle for everyone there. So, all right, we'll go ahead and wrap it up then. So, thank you so much for listening. Make sure to check us out. Our Check out our cuddle puddle. Leer, yeah. leer if you want to. That's to read in Spanish. No, that's leer. Uh, they're spelled the same. Uh. <laughs> God. All right, guys. We need a girlfriend. Keep it freaky. We love everyone. See you next time. I swear for God, Christopher.